For many couples, getting their house to sell for top dollar can help them hit crucial financial goals. Today, we'll go over what you need to know to get a great price when you're selling your home. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Before we begin, I want to give a disclaimer that this episode's topic and interview were done before the volatile landscape we find ourselves with the stay-at-home order here in North Carolina and in other states due to the coronavirus. I'm releasing it now still for a few reasons. One, at some point in the future, these restrictions will be lifted, and so now could be a good time for you to start taking steps around your place to get ready for sale. Two, I just saw a house in the neighborhood put a for sale sign up this week. And when I went online to realtor.com, I saw dozens of new listings, including many within the last 24 hours. So people are trying to move on as best they can. And then three, with things shifting, including jobs, many couples in the relatively near future may have to move. So while there may be an immediate pause on house tours, With this time, many of us are at home, so I thought it would be practical and in a way a little bit of a break to talk about ways that you can prepare. So if you do decide that it's time to sell, you have what you need to get it done. So I'm very grateful to have one of my favorite real estate experts back, Louis Guillama. He is the vice president of real estate operations over at Coastal Credit Union. In this episode, we're going to be getting into the biggest mistakes couples make when trying to sell their home, how you can stage your home to sell for more money and faster, and how to decide whether or not you should fix or update your place to be able to sell it for more money. Let's get started. One of the biggest mistakes that sellers make is not being prepared for the process. Even before you decide how you're going to fix up your home or if you're going to go with a real estate agent, there's some homework that you have to do to make sure that this makes the most financial sense. For example, if you are going to sell your home, have you built enough equity in your house? In some hot markets, some sellers have found that they've had equity simply by being there and buying at the right time, while others may be surprised that they don't have as much equity as they thought they did. Second, can you afford the cost of selling? It could be that you need to rent a temporary storage unit, maybe hire some cleaners to get it ready, or if you go with a real estate agent, there's some costs with that as well, and closing has its own expenses. And then, of course, after you sell your home, what are you going to do next? Are you going to stay in the area and buy a home? Or are you going to go to another area where it may be more expensive or less expensive? Answering those questions beforehand can make you better prepared and know your next steps for selling your home. Another major decision that you have to make 
is how exactly are you going to sell your home? Now, I've mentioned on the podcast before, buying a home is typically the largest purchase that a couple makes. And then on the other hand, selling your home can give you that windfall, so to speak, to help you hit crucial money goals that you have. So depending on where you live, you may have two to three basic options. In certain markets, like here in Raleigh, you may be able to use services like Open Door, Zillow Offers, or iBuyers, where you reach out to these companies and they give you an offer on your home. For some sellers, it's a quick and easy option that fits their schedule. But it's not available everywhere and you may not get the price that you're looking for. The second way is selling it yourself. You've seen those signs, the FSBO for sale by owner. Now, this entices some sellers because they feel like they can save a significant amount of money not having a real estate agent. And that could definitely be a draw for you. I did see a report though, where it stated that 36% of sellers attempted to sell by owner, but only 11% actually followed through and sold it on their own. And part of the reason could be the whole process of selling a home includes things like getting the price and listing up, handling and scheduling all the showings, making sure that you have the paperwork and documentation done, and of course, negotiating. And that might be your wheelhouse, but if this is your first time selling or you just have a busy schedule and you rather have a professional handle it, you might want to pass on the for sale by owner route. And then finally, you have going with the real estate agent. Now, a downside for some couples is the amount that the commission is. Typically, it is 6%, 3% for the buyers and 3% for the seller's agent. However, there are a few things to consider. One, depending on where you go, it could be a smaller commission. There are options like Redfin and even here, Coastal's Daymark Realty offer lower commission rates than typical. Also, another crucial thing to consider is having that expertise by your side. Real estate agents come with various different backgrounds and levels of experience. A really good real estate agent can not only make the process much easier to handle, but they can help out with the pricing and negotiations so that you can sell your house faster and for more money. And it's not a guarantee, of course. So my piece of advice, if you go with an agent, make sure you interview them beforehand. You want to feel comfortable with their strategy for selling your home and make sure that you guys are on the same page. All right, so let's say that you decide that either you're going to sell it on your own or you're going to go with an agent. That means that you have to prepare your house to get top dollar and to sell quickly. How do you do that? With his decades of experience, Lewis was kind enough to go over some of the biggest mistakes couples make with selling their home. The biggest mistakes that we see sellers make when it's time to sell our house is deciding on a price. A, a lot, oftentimes people make a mistake and confuse sentimental value with market value. Um, so once, once people can look, if they're able to, to actually look at the numbers, and that's, that's where a real estate professional is key, to helping guide them and making that decision. You can look at the numbers and, and, and honestly evaluate where your house falls in terms of price. That can go a, a long way to making the process a, a pleasant one and a, and a quick one. 
Another area where sellers struggle is how to set up their home to make it appealing to buyers. Staging your home properly can make a huge difference. Um, well, staging is, is a key component uh, of a successful transaction. We feel so strongly about it that, that we provide staging as a free service on every single listing. Once we started that program, we saw a significant reduction in days on market. So the, there's definitely a, a tangible benefit to doing some staging. Now, staging can take on many forms. It can be as, as elaborate as, as renting furniture and, and really redefining the interior space of a home. But in most cases, though, staging can be something as simple as just decluttering the home and, and presenting it in such a light so that people are able to, to focus on the property and not the, the personal belongings. So you want people coming in and focusing on the product, which is your home. You don't want them focusing on your accomplishments, your personal interests, and things like that. And if you think this is a small thing that you can skip out on, or it seems like it's not going to make a big difference, let me tell you buyers are particular. You want to make it as easy as possible for them to imagine your home as theirs. So I'll tell you two quick stories of our experience, both as sellers and as buyers. When we were selling our townhome, we followed the direction of the Daymark Realty staging expert, and we made sure we decluttered, we depersonalized, and we also made sure we had neutral paint colors throughout the house. But there was one room that was the exception. It was the girls' nursery. We wanted them, since they were young, to have at least this stability as we were going through all these showings. But with the feedback, that room kept coming up over and over again, even though we left specific guidelines to all of the agents that we are more than willing to paint that room whatever color they want, should they make an offer. Now, the second one was when we were searching for the next place and we were looking at houses. And my husband and I are savvy enough to know that there are plenty of things that we could change that were cosmetic. But it was still hard to separate and imagine living in a space because some of the sellers didn't even do the basic preparations. We had to move around a ton of furniture, making the places just feel too small for our needs. Rooms were not well lit. So again, it gave the sense that even though on paper the, the square footage was okay, it just didn't feel like it would fit our family. So at the basic level, make sure you take care of those key things. Make sure that you have decluttered as much as you can, depersonalize it as much as you can, have it with neutral paint colors. Those are key things. Pull back the curtains, let the natural light in. And then when you are trying to figure out the furniture in the room, give each room a definite purpose. And you might have a very large multi-purpose room, but it helps to break it up and show the multiple purposes that you can do in each section versus having that all together. Again, you want to remove any mental barriers that buyers may have about choosing your home. I can share one, one experience we had several years ago where a, a member had a property listed with, with an agency for six months and it didn't sell. They, they had um, countless showings. It was over 30 showings and it didn't sell. And then when we took the listing, we simply recommended they paint one single wall, which was an accent wall in their master bedroom. It was painted a very dark blue, created a really a really stark contrast when you walked into that into that room. So we recommended they just neutralize that color. 
they did so. We put the house on the market, and it sold within two days with the the same asking price. There was no material change except just the the color of that one wall, and the property sold. So yeah, I mean, small changes can have a, a big improvement, and it, it, it's all about aesthetics. People have a concept or an idea of what their, their perfect home looks like and feels like, and so you want to try to to achieve that that for them um, the, the first time around. And staging your home on the inside, absolutely key. But don't forget the outside, the exterior. As the buyer pulls up, what impression do they get with your home? So some things to keep a lookout for and make sure that you're on top of while you're selling your home is that you're trimming the shrubs, making sure there's no overgrown tree branches, the walkways are clear, the windows are clean. Again, we want to have that natural light coming in. You may have to do a little fresh coat of paint, plant some flowers, and if you have anything broken, maybe it's the mailbox or lights, take care of that. And speaking of small repairs, you may be wondering, do I need to do a big update to get a higher price? Or what are some things that I can do within my budget that really matter when it comes to selling my home? We never recommend doing any heavy lift changes to the property. I mean, substantial changes like bathroom updates or kitchen updates, those are are better done when you first move into a house where you can have value and use and, and enjoy those those upgrades while you're living in a home. Um, you're really not going to, to, to drive a, a great deal of return or realize a great return on those improvements if you try to do those right before selling a house. But aesthetics can go a long way in, in not only shortening your days on market, but, but maximizing um, the sales price. So flooring can have a big impact uh, depending on the condition. That would definitely be something that, to to uh, to consider. And we actually had to do this with our townhome. We had carpets when we moved in, but after a few years, two kids and two cats, well, it didn't look that great. So we replaced the flooring and I think it made a huge difference, especially with the feedback that we got with the buyers. And two key things that pulled in the buyers were great photographs and fantastic descriptions. Now, here's where your real estate agent can really shine and show that they are earning their commission. As part of their service, some real estate agents do offer photographer, but all agents should be able to write up great descriptions for your home to make it appealing to potential buyers. Now, if you are doing your own photography, there's a couple things to keep in mind. Please get the best camera that you have. You wanna make these pictures really pop go for a wide angle and make sure if you're trying to get the size of the room, one of the best ways you can do that is going into the corner and getting a few shots from there. And if you can, edit it to make sure that you are showing it in the best light. With many buyers starting online with their search, having great photography really does matter. Well, there you have it. I hope these tips make you feel more comfortable and confident when it comes time for you to sell your home. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to share some key takeaways I got from speaking with Lewis, as well as a money tip that you can use this week. The first is make sure that you do your homework before you even put your house up for sale. 
like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, it really does pay to go over some key things such as making sure that you have enough equity in the home, that you can afford the costs, and that you really establish what are your plans after you sell your home for the next steps. I want you to be in a strong financial position at all stages of the process. Second is right now, get into the habit of thinking like a buyer. Make a list of ways that you can start decluttering, depersonalizing your space. If there are small fixes and updates that you can do around the house now, go ahead and do that now. Not only are you preparing the space for when you do decide to sell, you're also giving yourself an opportunity to enjoy your home in the meantime. And for this week's money tip, I want you to figure out how much money you need to sell your house for and could sell your house for. Have those numbers in the back of your mind. Do it yourself before you decide if you're going to go with an agent or whatever path you decide to choose. This is probably going to be one of the biggest transactions that you have. So getting prepared now really is an investment in your financial future. And if you want to chat about this more or you want to discuss and swap ideas about how to shore up your finances with these volatile times, please make sure you join us on Facebook over at Thriving Families. We're all there to help one another out. And you can ask me any questions that you have and I will pull the best resources that I can find. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash FB. We hope to see you there. special thank you to Lewis for being a part of this episode. If you are planning on selling your house and you want an experienced real estate team, please consider Daymark. They're an in-house realty team from Coastal Credit Union, and they will be happy to help you. You can check out all that Coastal has to offer, including their real estate options over at bankbetter.org. As always, I'll have links in the show notes to the resources we mentioned on the show, including bonuses like our free course, Five Days to 5K. I'll take you step by step on how you can optimize your budget, especially now with volatile times, to make sure that you are shored up financially. And don't forget, if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You don't want to miss out on any episodes. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. And thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing your favorite episodes with with your friends. Let's make money a way to connect instead of being a wedge. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere. And finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Mm